Hello, and welcome to the Rankers Podcast, where we literally rank anything and everything. Just two best friends ranking it up, and my name's Nick. My name is Jacob. Let's rank them. What is up, my man, Jacob? How's it going? Uh, it's going good, Nick. It's going really good. Uh, just sitting here, hanging out. It's the middle of the week and just grinding. How are you? Yeah, man, that's awesome. Also doing well, been pretty busy, but uh, I couldn't help but think about the Rankers podcast all day today because I've been really <laughs> excited about this podcast and I'm excited for our listeners to join in on something new that we're trying today. Um, Jacob, would you like to explain to us what we're going to be doing today? Yeah, sure thing. So we obviously, uh, if you have been with us before, you know this. And if you are new to us, you probably still know this because of the name of our podcast. But we rank things on this podcast. It's what me and Nick love to do. It is why we started this podcast, because we had so many conversations that uh, ended with us just saying, well, just give me your, like, what's your number one favorite what's or like, list, just give me your top 10. So we wanted to make a podcast about it, but we also wanted to branch out a little bit in the ranking world. And we think the universe can be a little bit bigger in the uh, ranking universe. So this is going to be our first, what we're going to call a versus episode. And so what that means is we are going to take, yeah, there you go. There you go. We're going to take either uh, two people or two things, or it can it can literally be two of anything that are like kind of the top dogs of whatever category they're in. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put them up against each other. And Nick is going to be on the side of one and I'm going to be on the side of the other. And we're going to try to yep. convince each other which one is the best and what better way to start that kind of episode than with two of the, or one of the biggest conversations ever since we've been alive. Especially in sports. Yeah, especially in sports. So it's been a while since we've done a sports pod. Yeah, we got Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. So one, super hype for that. But two, also you might even think maybe one of us has an opinion on this already. Like, let's say maybe we already thought that MJ was better than LeBron. So also what we did was flip a coin and uh, like, so Jacob said heads and tails, you know, MJ LeBron, and then he flipped it and whatever he got, he had to speak on. So it also makes us cool is that we didn't get to necessarily pick which side we wanted to be on. So maybe even we're arguing for a side that we don't even believe in, but the goal and the fun thing about this episode and this versus uh, segment is that we're still going to try to convince the other um, of that. And then we'll kind of say maybe our opinions at the end. But also what we really want to know is what uh, you guys think. And we'll we'll come back yeah. to that later on. So this is this episode is really cool because all of our other episodes, we always say, you know, these are these these picks are subjective. And like this is what our opinion is. And this we're not saying that this is objectively the best. Well, on this podcast, on this particular episode, it's kind of the opposite because we're taking biases out of it. And it's a, we are trying to argue objectively yeah. what we think. Like the goal for me in this podcast is to convince Nick of who I think is the best and then vice versa. And so Nick is going to have five minutes to make his case and I'm going to have five minutes to make my case. 
And then we're going to debate a little bit for a short five to 10 minutes. And then we're going to leave it up to you guys and see uh, what you guys think. And we will also try our best to come to our own conclusion and what we can say, who is objectively the best between Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And so that's what we're going to do. So, yeah, I mean, even before we really jump into this, um, because we want to hear what you guys have to say and what um, your opinions are, just real shout out to the Instagram. We're going to be probably announcing this on our Instagram stories and you can kind of do a little vote on there. And so be on the lookout for that and go follow our Instagram. And that's the Rankers podcast. And then you also have the Twitter that we're on Twitter. I don't know why I said it like that. It sounded kind of funny. <laughs> um, Love that's that. the Rankers podcast as well. And then also you can email us at the Rankers podcast at gmail.com. But yeah, so um, let's jump into this. Um, so we flipped the coin. Jacob got uh, LeBron James. So he's going to be arguing for LeBron James today, and I'm going to be arguing for Michael Jordan. Um, and so I'll get my five minutes, and then you get your five minutes. Do you have a timer open? Or Yeah, I can get a timer okay. ready right here. And uh, so do you have anything you want to – any sort of first initial thing you want to say before you get into your straight? Because you all you've got is five minutes to convince me that Michael <laughs> Jordan is the GOAT, which I have to say – I feel like your mission was a little bit easier than mine uh, yeah. because there is a particular stat that is is a pretty uh, heavy for MJ. But is there anything you want to say before you get into your five um, minutes? I just want to say ha- keep an open mind, keep an open uh, open ears. If you're jumping into this podcast and you already have such a uh, uh, opinion on something, listen to, listen to what one of us has to say. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. All right, All Nick. Right. Five minutes. Here we go. Five minutes. Five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. Let's hear it. All right. So I have mainly about just how I did this list and how well, list per se. I'm so used to saying list. How I broke down Michael Jordan is really simply put in six reasons. That is 1991, 92, 93, 96, 97, and 98. And those are pretty good six reasons, if you ask me. (laughs) Um, But another reason he also has, if y'all didn't get that, those are his rings. Um, Then we have six reasons of his uh, final MVPs, because to go along with those, he also won the finals MVPs. Stats real quick. 30.1 points per game, 6.2 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 49.7% of shooting all-time career. This is all career stats. 83.5 free throw, 2.3 steals, and this is in 1,072 games played. He was 1984's round one pick three, and he's the MVP of of the league five times, 14-time All-Star, and one defensive player of the year. Those speak for themselves, obviously. Mainly just just about Michael Jordan, a.k.a. Let me just say that the word GOAT was made from Michael Jordan. And if y'all don't know, that's greatest of all time. So let me just say that he defined what that is. Um, So if you ever use that in a sentence, just know that that came from Michael Jordan. You actually probably already know that. But he's arguably, I mean, he's the most, he's not arguably, he is the most well-known basketball player in the world ever. Um, He really popularized the sport to another level. Um, He paved the road for players like LeBron, in my opinion. Um, there There was no really just meta basketball player. There were superstars, but there wasn't 
an MJ and MJ created what it means to be an MJ. Um, so just putting him paving the road aside, uh, he also was just a really good overall athlete. Um, he also played minor league baseball. Um, I don't know if anybody knew that, but I don't know if LeBron could go out there and swing a bat. If he did and got a hold of one, he probably would hit it pretty far. I will say that. But the fact that MJ was able to play minor league baseball is just blows my mind to begin with. Um, he actually became known as the best defensive player in the league before he really started scoring a lot, which is really impressive to me because in today's basketball game, we don't see a whole lot of defense. And the fact that MJ started out being known as a good defensive player, and like I said, even even has won a defensive player of the year, is just impressive to begin with because that was even before he really started scoring. Um, so not only was he good offensively, he was even great defensively. Yeah, and I mean, just to, just to touch on that a little bit more, we know LeBron doesn't play defense. He's known for a baby and a crybaby. Come on, we all know that. And then uh, we also got MJ created like the dunk. If anybody knows, jumping from the free throw line and dunking in the dunk contest is just amazing. And everybody knows that. Come on now. He's worth about $2.2 billion. He's the first NBA player ever to reach a billion in net worth. Uh, he's really just the most marketable figure in sports. That was according to ESPN um, over any other player um, in any sport. So he's appeared in lots of commercials and, and obviously we got the Air Jordans. This is just kind of touching on his influence as the most famous basketball player ever. Um, I don't really see LeBron with a shoe presence like Jordans, but come on, you know, <laughs> can't really go against Jordans. Um, LeBron has moved around too much. Um, it really makes it hard for his fans, I put here, meaning that he's moved around teams and I think that it makes it hard for his, his fans sometimes. It's like, oh no, I have to get another jersey because he just switched teams again. That never happened with MJ. MJ really stuck to the Bulls for the most part. So you didn't you didn't have all these all these fans out here with like eight different <laughs> MJ jerseys. If you ever talk to someone who watched MJ play, they will say that he uh, would average 40 to 50 points in today's game. Shaq uh, and Dennis Rodman both said this in a recent interview this past year that if he was in today's league, he would he would score 40 to 50. James Harden averages like 36 point points per game, 44 percent free throw. And DeRozan has had a scoring streak this past season of 35 points per game this season. Um, and I say DeRozan because his mid-range kind of his mid-range shot kind of resembles MJ's. And this was really, I mean, uh, DeRozan's like best season of his career. So keep in mind, both these players aren't even close to MJ. Jordan averaged 37 points per game in a season with also hand checking. And the three-second defensive, uh, three-second rule wasn't even implemented until the 0-2 season after MJ. So, like, he did all that with defense being a thing. I'm, just, I'm assuming I don't have any time anymore, do I? <laughs> what is your final point on MJ? <sighs> okay. Okay, so my last point for MJ would just be not only was has he not been active in the league for many years, um, he's still just as relevant as he is today than he was then. Because if you look at The Last Dance came to Netflix in 2020 and uh, Netflix says that it reached massive numbers in views and attention. Um, so that just speaks to himself that the guy hasn't even played in 20 years and everybody still knows him. And uh, 
I would just say that LeBron is kind of just a wannabe copy of the most influential and greatest basketball player to ever be, and that's Michael Jordan. Wow. Wow, where's where's the applause, everybody? <laughs> we need like an applause button. That was that was pretty that was pretty incredible. That yeah, was a I, good, I uh, was gonna talk about Space Jam and just you know <laughs> that's also a copy of of MJ because LeBron came out with Space Jam and it was just not a thing, just a copy. Yeah, it was not great. It was not it great. Was not great. That was pretty good. Those were Thank some you. pretty I, good. I tried. Uh, I skipped stats. a whole like two paragraphs. It's hard to argue, man. It's hard to argue with MJ. Five, five minutes went by quick. Yeah, dude. I don't. I don't know if I I'm got gonna off get to through. a slow start. <laughs> I got a lot to get through, so I'm gonna have to zoom. Sweet. All right, I will respond to a lot of your stats when we do our combined sort of rebuttal. Um, okay, sweet. But that's some pretty good stuff on MJ. A lot of stuff to argue with. The one thing I want to say before I start my five minutes is, I after doing this research am much higher on LeBron than I was before. I'll just say that with doing this research, I think that, uh, like you said, Nick, at the beginning, before we started, keep an open mind people, because I would venture to say that most of our listeners, especially sports fans would, would probably say that MJ is the goat and that it's not really even that much of a conversation. The only thing I would say to that is just keep a little bit of an open mind because it might be more of a conversation than you think. And I will tell you why. Let's go, sweet. I'm excited. All right, you I hope want you convince me? I'm gonna try. You want to do the? You got a stopwatch for me? Oh yeah, yeah. All <laughs> right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so LeBron James. Uh, I'll start by saying that I think I'm pretty positive that Michael Jordan played 15 seasons total with him coming back and starting. LeBron James has played 19 and still is is counting. So I think one thing that is without question is that LeBron James is the most durable player of all time. But that's not what I'm here to convince you about. I will say that the first thing is that LeBron James is now second in scoring with 37,062 points, which is pretty good. This was huge. He has appeared, or he did appear in eight consecutive finals appearances from 2011 to 2019, almost a decade. He was in every single finals. His finals record is not as good as Jordan's, obviously. Jordan has six, and he's lost zero. LeBron only has four, and he has lost six. But he has been to the finals 10 times, and the years he won was 2012, 2013, 2016, and 2020. But I don't want to talk so much about the record. I would like to talk more about who LeBron was playing in those finals because his first finals appearance was in 2007 and he had to go through the entire Eastern Conference and the second leading scorer on his Cavaliers team that year was a guy named Drew Gooden. Ever heard of him? Exactly. No, you haven't because he averaged 12 points a game and LeBron made it all the way to the finals and lost against Tim Duncan and Tony Parker, which was a very good Spurs team. But if that's not enough for you, apart from his loss to the Mavericks in 2011 when he was with the Heat, that was the only finals that really was kind of a fluke that they should have won, but they didn't. But Dirk Nowinski just completely ripped through the entire Eastern Conference and Western Conference that entire year. But apart from that year, every finals appearance that LeBron James has lost 
Kentucky has played a very good team. 2007, like I said, it was Tim Duncan and the Spurs. Tim Duncan is one of the top five, arguably greatest players of all time. In 2014, he played. He lost against a 62-20 and 20 Spurs team, which that was a very good team that year. In 2015, which this one I will say is probably one of the most impressive is that he lost against a fantastic Warriors team where Stephen Curry was absolutely going off. But if that isn't enough, oh, and he also lost that year. He didn't have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love in the playoffs that year in the finals. Now, he did lose in 2017 as well, but the 2017-2018 Warriors with KD and Steph may be the greatest basketball team we've ever seen. So... All I'm going to say is that I believe truly that LeBron James faced harder competition because every finals that MJ won, their team was clearly better than the other team. That is what I will say on that. The 2016 3-1 comeback that he and the Cavaliers had against the Warriors, which had Steph and KD both in their primes, is an incredible feat because that Warriors team had the record for 73-9 and nine was their record that year, which is still the greatest record that we've seen in basketball. And they came back from a 3-1 and one deficit, which is almost unheard of. And then LeBron, with the help of AD in 2020, brought the Lakers out of a seven-year playoff slump, which is crazy. And I don't think the different eras is a good argument with LeBron and MJ, but I'll get more into that when we do our uh, rebuttal together. LeBron James' playoff records and his playoff statistics are they're off the charts and he beats MJ in almost every single category for this past century here are some of his playoff stats so LeBron James is first in playoff points in the past century with 7,491 second place is Kobe Bryant with 4,376 just listen to some of these differences he is first in the uh, assist category with 1,871. Tony Parker is second. He also leads rebounds and second place is Tim Duncan. He has more rebounds than Tim Duncan, who is a center, okay? And he is uh, first place in steals. Manu Ginobili is second. Uh, his playoff three-pointers is he is second only to the greatest shooter of all time, which is Stephen Curry, right? And so many other stats as far as postseason records that he holds is crazy. He's second in assists only to Magic Johnson, who is the greatest passer of all time. And he is second in steals only to Scottie Pippen, who was one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Now, my last point with LeBron James. All right, five minutes. Give us our last point. All right, my last point to close it up with LeBron James is that LeBron James had a far bigger impact on his teams when he left than MJ did. For example, and th again, this is my last point, so I'll be done. When LeBron left the Cavs in 2010, they went from a 61-win team to winning only 97 games in the following three years, okay? When he left the Miami Heat, the team had gone to four straight finals appearances. After LeBron's departure, the team only won 37 games, despite still having Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. And then when LeBron returned to Cleveland, they instantly went to four straight finals winning a championship against the record-setting Warriors team. And then upon LeBron's move to Los Angeles, the, Cle the Cavaliers went from going to the finals to only winning 19 games the following season after he left. And then, of course, he brought 
the Lakers out of the seven-year playoff slump. And that is why LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. (laughs) (laughs) That looked like it was just so painful for you to say because you still didn't even believe it. (laughs) Okay, all right. So we have both given our cases. We've both given our cases. Yeah. Now we're going to take roughly five to ten minutes and we will debate sort of as, as far as what we think. So since I just went, Nick, what is your yeah. response to my case for LeBron James being the greatest? So you started off with mentioning durability. Um, I find that kind of interesting because, I mean, yes, he's gone more seasons, but if you look at what the, the league took a toll on you, opposed i know i know we kind of get into this argument of of the league then and the league now but i do think that the league was different and it was harder to play in as far as defensive goes and being rough and also another thing is that um guys just got up and played more for games i think we've noticed that players tend to play uh maybe a little bit held back during the season and then we see in the playoffs all of a sudden like the nba is fun to watch because they all like get up and play now yeah absolutely Um, which which does i will say speak a little bit to lebron's stats in the playoffs because we know that the players are actually trying to play now so yeah i mean just touching more on his durability i think that that treatments and sports medicine has come a really long way and yeah. so I think that LeBron is able to get treated and help out his durability. I almost wonder, uh, I mean, LeBron himself has been quoted for saying that he spent over a million dollars a year just on treatments in his body and muscles and physical therapy. Yeah. So I almost wonder if MJ was able to do that, What? how many more seasons could he have played? So while that is a good point, um, we do kind of have to look at, at the differences there in the time. Sure. Um, I, to that point, if you don't mind, I want to go ahead and, and Nick, just tell me if you agree, but I would like to take the different eras argument and throw it in the trash by saying this. I firmly believe that if Michael Jordan played today, he would be great and he would do some of the stuff that he did then. But I also believe that if LeBron James played in Michael Jordan's day, I think that he would also do just as good because I don't want to hear the, I really don't like to hear the, Oh, LeBron is a baby and he couldn't play as physical. LeBron is like an absolute like menace. I mean, he's a unit. He is humongous. And if he had to play in that time period with like the Pistons, you know, like, cause you know what the The Pistons did to MJ was horrific. But if blonde, if LeBron had to be there, they wouldn't be able to take LeBron down as easily as they took MJ down. So I think I just, the different I just think eras LeBron's head, his head gets in front of how big his body is. Cause like, I think if he actually used, used it more or was allowed to. So yes, if you took him and put him back then, he would have been allowed to be a lot more aggressive and, and go up against, you know, the bad boys and Bill Lambeer and all those guys he would have been able to, to face off a lot better. So I I still think he's a cry baby though, but (laughs) well, yeah. And I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that, but you know, the game is so different now. I think a lot of players use that to their advantage. I'm not saying I agree with it. They do, but to sort of speak on the durability and the impact that LeBron had as well, this was a crazy stat that I came across with LeBron, Mm. but from 2010 to 2020, there were 57 total NBA finals games played from 2010 to 2020. LeBron played in 51 of those. 
that was that blew my mind. So for basically a decade, he played in well over well over half of the finals games. Even if we, uh, uh, you know, say that LeBron does have the durability, which he does, and, and that's an amazing set in of itself. But what we're doing here is MJ versus LeBron. So let's look up at how he matches against MJ. And we're talking about a guy who played uh, in basketball games with the flu. That's true. <laughs> LeBron would never do that. that I'm, I'm not, I am not questioning that. I am simply did you stay. Did you see the last dance? I all? did. I watched it twice. Yeah, it's really, really good. I I was always under the understanding of of it actually being the flu and then finding out that he was potentially like poisoned. Yeah, it was like food poisoning. No, I I mean, I just I I thought that stat was was a really big deal. And uh, LeBron James also has more triple doubles in the final than every other active NBA roster like combined. (laughs) So he has the most triple doubles in the finals by himself (laughs) than any other, which is like. The, again, here's the thing. There is one overarching the there is one overarching thing that is you cannot argue with whatsoever is, is the fact that MJ never lost in the finals. He never lost. Every time he went, he he conquered and he had some tough roads and you know to get there and stuff. So so that's really, really hard to yeah. argue with. But I think if we're speaking about who is the greatest of all time? It really comes down to how you define what that greatest word means. I don't know. Would you agree or? Yeah. And, and that's why it's, it's in G O A T, which is Michael Jordan. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I would, I would agree. I would agree. Greatness is, can be defined in many different ways. In this case, it's Michael Jordan. Um, but again, just speaking on, <laughs> how many times LeBron has gotten to the finals. All your, all you kept saying was how many L's that he had in the finals. And that was all I was hearing while you gave some good stats against teams that, you know, he stacked up against. I mean, you know, you mentioned Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, you mentioned a really good golden state team, but all I heard was a bunch of L's. So, I mean, I don't know what you got going on there. Um, I don't know, man. I'll just say that every every team that he lost to in the finals could potentially beat Michael Jordan's team in the finals. That that's a terrible quote because I don't know that for sure. <laughs> but I'm just saying every team he lost to in the finals was really, really good. And I think that is slept on a little bit. It, of course, look, I know that I'm arguing for a man's losses and and that's that's a dead argument. I understand that. But I'm just saying that LeBron has had a tough road every time he's been to and and everybody talks about how excited the teams were in the 90s when Jordan yeah. finally retired but here's the thing for for like almost 10 years straight the eastern conference final like the eastern conference teams never made it because of whatever team lebron was on whether it was cleveland or miami he was always the one who came out on top for like 10 I years just- straight I just would have liked to see if like he stayed in Cleveland from the start and what kind of team he would have been able to build sure. around him over the last, you know, decade, because I mean, this, this whole like meta of trying to build an, an all-star team that, that the NBA has turned into a little bit recently oh, yeah. over the last five years. It's just like, it just makes it so like, it just not fun. I mean, I, I see the appeal but like just going to Miami and bringing good players there with um, having the big three and then, and then, you know, coming back and then now going over to the Lakers and it's just kind of like, bro, like 
Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, but is is Chris Brosh, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade not the same thing as MJ and uh, Pippen and uh, Dennis Rodman? I mean, that was a big three. I mean, that's who. I mean, yeah. He was surrounded by Pippen. Could have ran. Could have run his own team, and that was like that was clear and he, you know, would go on to do that and, and stuff. And so I think that again, it comes back to the eras and I just don't want right. to, I don't want that to be a part of the conversation. Cause I think it's, it's almost a completely different game now. And right. I think it's really unfair to compare that. But when, when you talk about statistics, other than Jordan winning more finals than LeBron has, LeBron beats Jordan in almost every statistic other than like shooting percentage. Um, but yeah. And some well, defensive come stats. Down to like how many, how many shots and games that they've played? Because I mean, he's got four more seasons now than him. Cause I think, Oh, but MJ 15, some of the research I did, MJ took way more shots than LeBron did because LeBron is an assist guy. Le- LeBron is arguably one of the greatest, you know, pastors of all time. And so mm-hmm. I think LeBron takes a lot less shots, um, but MJ's percentage is, is almost unmatched. He, he had a crazy percentage of right. shooting, he, you know, uh, but he took so many shots. And so that's kind of like, you know, what do you yeah. do with that argument as well? I think one of the most swaying or just stats that really gets me like LeBron's a serious dude is that real. I mean, yes, I've kind of hammered on go, going from team to team is annoying, but again, no matter where he goes, he does win. And I think he's proven that point and point again. I mean, just just how being in Cleveland from a championship team and then leaving and them only winning 19 games the next season, it's just like, okay, yeah, we 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 get it. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um he, that's, he knows that's one of the things that always blows my mind. LeBron James differs from Michael Jordan in the way where Michael when when it was looking like they weren't going to win. Michael didn't have this team meeting where he gathered and he was helping dudes up. Michael was like, a, a, he was a jerk. He was like, we're, he was like, we're going to win. I don't care how y'all feel. He's like, I'll do it myself if I have to. But LeBron is basically, he's the star player. He's the GM. He's the coach. Like he does all of that to build this team that he wants and, and say what you want about that. If you don't like it or you do like it, that's, that's not really the point. I'm just saying it works because he, he brings himself into a place. And then literally like the Lakers argument is huge. The Lakers didn't make the playoffs for seven years straight. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron came in and the first season wasn't great, but it only took him two seasons to come in and, and yeah. get them a championship again. And you can say that the bubble season was weird, but I, yeah. I say a championship is a championship. Yeah. That, that I, I still think we, we still don't know how to navigate through the COVID season. Um, sure. But, I mean, yeah, a championship is a championship. So well. with that being said, I will ask you first, Nick, I think I know your answer, but have I changed your mind or convinced you in any way that LeBron James is should be on top I, of Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time. I've been obviously fairly convinced that MJ is is, is the GOAT, and nothing was really going to change my mind on that. Um, but I think – and that's where I stand. Um, but I think you bring a really good point. If if LeBron does stick around for another few years, and, and let's say he even gets two more rings, I, I would – I totally agree that we definitely have to say, okay, 
this 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 is a this is something new. He's some he he could potentially be better in the goat status. Um, I I mean I think two more rings could probably almost get him there. Well, um, not only I mean not only that, but if he wins two more rings, then you have this whole separate side of the conversation, which is where he's like thirty seven now. If he were yeah. to win a ring at like thirty nine. That would be, that would be, that's like Tom Brady area of like, he's never going to stop that kind of thing. You know, that would be unheard of, but I don't know if that will happen. I don't know. Yeah. If, if, if that happens, we'll come back to this podcast for sure. We will, (laughs) but I will say you did a great job. A lot of good stuff. Um, but no, I'm still going to have to stick with MJ being the goat. So to wrap this up, um, I will say that I also, even after all of this research, I agree that Michael Jordan is what we would call in today the greatest of all time. But I would suggest possibly phrasing it differently because I think that, and I know this is unfair, but I think that if you say, if you change that to who is the greatest player to ever play the game of basketball, in my opinion, it is LeBron James. I think that if you are trying to build a team around somebody, if you're trying to pick a player for one-on-one, if you're trying to see who's better at scoring, who is faster, who's stronger, who's bigger, who's a better passer, a better rebounder, I think in every way LeBron James is better. But nobody has ever won like Michael Jordan won. Think about any other sport. Think about any other. Nobody went completely undefeated every game that it counted. Michael Jordan did. And every time it was a big game, he never lost. And so I think it would be better to say that Michael Jordan is the greatest winner of all time. But I do think that LeBron James is a better overall player. But for the sake of this argument, we're saying the greatest of all time. If that is how we're defining it, yes, because you cannot argue with the unblemished record of Michael Jordan's finals. Yes, he is the greatest of all time, but I am much higher on LeBron James than I was a week ago. I'll just tell you that. No, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, with that ranker fam, what do you guys think? That's, that's what, what we really want to know. know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be putting the poll up on our Instagram and we're just going to quite literally you know, pick side MJ or LeBron and uh, whichever one gets more uh, we'll talk about in our next podcast and, and share the results. Um, we're super excited for that. So we're going to leave it in your hands. Uh, did uh, Jacob convince you of LeBron or did I uh, convince you on MJ, even if you already felt that way, or did you learn something new? I hope so. I sure did. I, um, yeah, but same. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but that's what we got for you guys today. Jacob, any other last words? No, I guys, I would just say, like you said, respond, let us know what you think, but also let us know what you thought about this episode, because we yeah. really enjoyed doing this type of episode as opposed to doing our standard, you know, ranking one through 10 or one through five or whatever it may be. Uh, we really want to take uh, two really great things and put them up against each other and, and, and see who comes out on top. So if you enjoyed right, this so- episode... Let us know suggestions and then give us some suggestions. We would love to do another listener's pick. We're going to have more and more of those coming up soon. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch y'all in the next one. All right. See you ranker fam.